0: Nick DiGregorio served nine years in the U.S. Marine Corps. He was a combat infantryman. He served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and he's now running for Congress in New Jersey's 5th District, where Democrat Josh Godheimer is seeking reelection. Nick DiGregorio, welcome.
1: Hey, good afternoon, David. How are
0: you? I'm doing well, thank you. And, and, And my job, first of all, as everybody knows, is not to take sides in any campaign, but I do want to start off by thanking you for your service.
1: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It was my honor to do it.
0: Now, I I read that you, you were in high school on 9-11. And yeah, that... that's
1: right. I, I was 16 on 9-11. Uh, I went to Bergen Catholic High School about 12 miles away from ground zero. Um, you know, it was it was close enough where we could hear the F-15s rolling overhead to respond to the attack. So I think obviously 9-11 is a black eye for anyone in America, but I think our communities were certainly disproportionately affected. We're the ones who had to deal – with the human loss of that day. So it was a very pivotal moment in my life.
0: And, and so you, you decided at some point to, to join the Marines. What what made you enlist?
1: Yeah, that was, I mean, I think it was certainly 9-11. That was the, the day that I think I became a grown up, And I realized that I, I needed to do something for my country to prevent another 9-11 from happening again. So um, I was only 16 at the time. So I said when I got old enough uh, that I would decide to, to join the Marines. And that's exactly what I did. I ended up serving nine years in the Corps deployed uh, for my first deployment to Iraq. I had 28 Marines and a mandate from my boss to figure it out. We were on the Syrian border, um, and we had to prevent uh, weapons and foreign fighters from being smuggled in uh, so that they wouldn't harm Americans and Iraqis living in the major cities. Um, And then I deployed two more times after that, and then on my fourth and my final deployment found myself in Afghanistan. That was in 2014, Um, most harrowing experience of my life. I think the report said that we were – engaged with the enemy some 40 times and we were there for just short of a year so if you do the math it's about once a week Um, it was tough times even 12 13 years into that conflict we were no more than three miles off base we'd find ourselves in contact with the enemy We really didn't have a lot of influence in the area Um, we were just really doing it for the guy to the left and to the right of us so So what made you, you, you after you're in the military, I know, I know you went
0: to Georgetown and you got a, a a master's degree you worked on you know in finance in New York for a little bit. now you are you are running for Congress. you're 36 and you have got right. a wife and two young kids and you want to be a congressman. Why?
1: Yeah,'m I'm, I'm not doing it in spite of my family. I'm doing it for them, right I'm, I'm doing this for my children and, and I think I certainly started exploring this in June. Um, but I think we had one foot in the in the water and we put both feet in uh, in August. And I remember it was August 15th. It was 1043 a.m. And I got an alert on my phone from the Wall Street Journal saying that Ashraf Ghani, the president of Afghanistan, had fled the country and that Kabul had fallen to the Taliban. And I was feeding my son, four months old at the time, um, a bottle. And, and I looked at him and I, I wondered to myself if daddy's war was now going to become his war. And so I think. You know, when I look at who's going to be making the decisions around the table in Washington the next time we decide to commit our troops to battle for 20 years, I would like for it to people who have that experience and who have the subject matter expertise to make the right choices. And when you look at the composition of Congress right now, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, it was three-quarters of our Congress were military veterans. It's down to 18 percent or thereabouts. And I think we need more people who understand what it is to be an American before you pick your political tribe. And I'm speaking with Nick Gregorio, a congressman, uh, a congressional
0: candidate seeking to uh, represent New Jersey's fifth district. So, uh, you've got to get through a Republican primary first. Running, I mean Frank Pallotta, who ran against Josh Gottheimer, he's in the race still. Nick uh, a school board member from Sussex County, and this week uh, the mayor of Frieden, John Flora, got into the race. Tell me, tell me what this this campaign for the nomination is is going to look like.
1: Yeah, I I think this is uh, an expression of of our civic duty as Americans, right? I I have no problem with the primary. I think it means that we've got a healthy system and that people can express their voices and their opinions. Um, I would say that my focus of effort is not on any of those gentlemen, and and I do wish them the best of luck. My focus of effort is on Josh Gottheimer. My focus of of effort is on the unaffordability of New Jersey, the fact that we look like a laughingstock on the world stage to our enemies and to our allies alike. Those are the things that wake me up in the morning and those are the things that I focus on.
0: Well let me talk about Pilata for a second because he, he ran last time he spent about 1.4 million of his own money. Uh, he, 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 he I mean Gottheimer beat him handily. Uh, I, I think you were for Frank Pilata last time. What's, what's become wrong with Frank Pilata that, that you don't think it should be him?
1: Yeah, I, I was his senior advisor on his campaign. I, I still consider him a friend. I still consider him a, a, a good man. Um, but I when I look at the numbers, I just see someone who's not going to be able to get across the finish line, right? And when we think about what just happened in November, uh, we see Jack Cittarelli won the 5th Congressional District by just over 7%, which is the same margin that Frank lost the district by just a year before. And so I think we need a change. I think um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And more important than any of that is my my feeling that I need to serve my country, right? I served nine years in the Marine Corps. As you had mentioned and alluded to uh, earlier, David, I, I ended up serving uh, a role in a, in a financial institution for two, three years. Uh, and it was a great way to uh, pay the mortgage down and put money into the 529 for my kids. But it wasn't what I've... Was put on this earth to do. I think I need to serve my country in some capacity, and I'm now going to explore and see if Congress is that way to do it.
0: And I'm speaking with congressional candidate Nick Gregorio, and I, and I, I should probably clarify it because we, we see we see Wall Street people who who run for office uh, and and self finance the race. You know, from from what I gather, you're you know, you didn't make a hundred million dollars yet on Wall Street.
1: <laughs> no, I did not. Um, my my wife and I made a, a very difficult decision to, um, to allow my, to allow me to do this. And it is a team sport, and my family is going to be going through this with me. Um, but we're not taking a salary. I've taken a leave of absence from the bank, um, and we're doing this on savings. And we're doing it because we feel that we need to do something greater than ourselves. And that's how we've always been. And I, I inherited an America, if you will, from my father, who became a medical doctor, his grand, his father, my grandfather, was an immigrant. In 1948, he came here from Italy, escaping Nazi oppression. After World War II, he was looking for food. He was looking for a new way of life. He had twenty dollars in his pocket, and he wanted to figure it out. So he came to the United States, and in one generation, he was able to raise a physician son. And my father has now given me the opportunity to possibly become a member of Congress, and I look forward to doing that. Uh, so, so let's talk about you. You know,
0: your your. What, what you want to do as a, first of all, as a congressional candidate what's it, the, the big thing that's being talked about now is is the build back better bill would you would you vote for that given given the uh, amount of money that's going to come into New Jersey?
1: Yeah, un, unequivocally I would not right and and when I look at Josh Gottheimer taking his victory lap about this partial reinstatement of the salt deduction, if it does get through the Senate, I think he's just done what he's been doing for the last six years, which is to raise our taxes, right? Well, we will now return to a 50 percent combined state and federal tax rate for corporations. So we'll drive business out of the, out of our state like we've always been doing. And then 60 percent on individuals, right? And in whose right mind, other than the government, is the government supposed to be recouping 60 percent of somebody's hard-earned wages? That, to me, is, is egregious, and I think it's endemic – to the problems that we're dealing with in Washington and the establishment that has been created there, and I think Josh Gottheimer embodies that establishment.
0: I'm speaking with Nick DiGregorio, a candidate for Congress, trying to run against Josh Gottheimer. I mean, that that SALT deduction, the state and local tax deduction, that is is a big deal for New Jersey. It's a huge deal for for Bergen County and North Jersey that you're looking to represent. Isn't isn't a little bit of a deduction better than, than nothing at all?
1: Uh, You know, I guess what I would say to that is if I were in Afghanistan and my commander told me to take the hill and I got halfway up and I radioed back to him and said, hey, mission accomplished, uh, I would be very wrong in doing that. Right. And so I think there's really no partial credit in war and there's no partial credit in promises. And if Josh Gottheimer wants to come out and say for the last five years, I'm going to fully restore the salt deduction. And then he gets on his bicycle and does a victory lap and says, I did it. I did it. And ultimately we get it for a few years and we get an up in the cap. That's not mission accomplished, and that's just typical classic Josh Gottheimer.
0: And, and Gottheimer is, I mean, you know, I, I've been calling this for several years. He's the human fundraising machine. He's got $11 million in his campaign war chest. That's, that's, that's not easy to overcome uh, in, an, in a very expensive media market like the one you want to run in. So Nick Rigorio, how much you how much have you raised so far?
1: Yeah, we're we're doing well. I mean, our story is, I think, nationally interesting. And so we've been able to leverage not just local donors, but $10 donations from every one of the 50 states. People are excited about the prospect of somebody who knows what it is to have integrity and to serve actually going down to Washington and implementing those things. And I think that that's a long time coming. We've been absent those things in Washington for a long time. And I think if it's all about money, that we wouldn't see Ed Durr as a state senator right now. I mean, Ed Durr raised $153, and I think half of that went to Dunkin' Donuts for his staff members. Uh, he's taking out Senate President Sweeney, that was no small task, and he was able to do it. So if it was all about money, uh, then maybe you have a point that Josh Gottheimer and his $11 million is formidable. I don't think it's that formidable, and I think we're ready to beat him on ideas.
0: So what do you what do you think? You, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to pin you down, obviously, so I'm being transparent where I'm going. What do you, what do you think you're going to need to raise to, to beat him? You can't yeah, do it on. I, I, I don't think you could do it on one hundred and fifty dollars. I, I, I think. I think. I think Senator-elect Ed Dur would tell you. Be the first one to tell you that he was. You know, he, he didn't expect to win this.
1: Absolutely. I. I. I don't intend to raise one hundred fifty-three dollars and say a hail mary and call it a day. You know, I think we're working really hard to make sure that we can raise as much money as possible. I think this is going to be a race that is going to be expensive. There's no question about it. And I think it's going to require the buy-in of Washington, D.C. The the Republican Party needs to get involved in this. And I think if we show them the right stuff, they will. The the Congressional Leadership Fund, in a postmortem, I believe it was December of 2020, after the 2020 elections, uh, stated that, hey, we took 15 seats in the House of Representatives. We weren't supposed to do that. It was actually a better year than we thought. And who was it? Who were these people that were able to win and win over these independents who had walked away from the Republican Party? It was persons of color, it was women, but it was also veterans. And the CLF has basically said that their intention is to find those kinds of candidates in the general election. And so it's incumbent on me to win the primary... So that we can get Washington to come in here, and we actually have a chance at winning this race.
0: And I'm speaking with Nick Gregorio, candidate for Congress in New Jersey's fifth district. And and this has gone very fast, but I but I have one last question. I I I noticed when you announced your candidacy last month, you had you had uh, the former commander of the State Veterans of Foreign War, Barbara Kim Hageman. She is, I mean, uh, you know, a a a as you know, a a distinguished advocate for for veterans and the first woman to ever serve as a as a VFW commander in New Jersey, she joined you. Uh your district includes Paramus and and there were there were too many I mean one is too many, but there were there were too many deaths in a veterans nursing home there. Uh uh tell me tell me what you know what now, now I, I Josh Gottheimer as you know was it was a, a vocal advocate for fixing the problems there, and he 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 stood up to Phil Murphy on that. He he uh, he he went at that. Are, are you do you think do you think Josh Goderhamer did a good job on handling what was going on with the veterans' home in Paramus?
1: No, I, I think he did an atrocious job. I think it was too little, too late, and I think if he did a good job, then we wouldn't have had those individuals suffer the the horrible uh, end that they did. And when I think about Josh Gottheimer and I think about Phil Murphy, who's really at odds here with that problem in the Paramus uh, Veterans Home. I I think about uh, the day of the election here in New Jersey, Josh Gottheimer going on CNBC and saying that he resoundingly endorses Phil Murphy. That's what you need to know about Josh Gottheimer when he, quote unquote, stands up. To people in his party, he simply doesn't. He's been a lapdog to Nancy Pelosi, he votes with her 96% of the time. He votes with AOC 87% of the time, and then he has the gall to say that he's anti-socialist. You can't call yourself that if you're only going down to Washington and fighting at 13% of the time. So we've got a lot more work to do. We think we have a much better message. We think Josh Gottheimer needs to go.
0: And we're going to see. We're going to see fairly soon, maybe as early as next week, what your map's going to look like. And and you know the the devil's in the details. So you know you could. You could have a district that, that remains competitive, or you could have a district that is uh, 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 more Republican or more Democratic. So, you know, I, I, I'm sure you're as anxious to see that map as I am.
1: I'm, I'm ready to see it, but I'll tell you this, this is my home. I grew up in Bergen County my entire life. I'm running, and I'm going to give Josh Gottheimer the run of his life.
0: Well, Nikki Gregorio, thanks for coming on. I hope you'll be back before, uh, before uh, voters in, in your district vote for the primary.
1: Thank you so much for having me, David, and i got to say it, go Navy.
0: Thank you. (laughs) It's putting you in an alliance with with Mikey Sherrill, but we can talk about that another time.
1: It's another discussion.
0: (laughs) Thank you.